everyone. Catherine Jers here. My pronouns are they, them, and theirs. I am a professional psychic and I'm also a professional brow artist and Psychic Brows is the channel where I combine them both. Welcome back everyone to our Halloween special series week and welcome to today's episode which is our campfire ghost stories in honor of Halloween and I want to thank everyone who joined us for our last episode where I talked about a paranormal attachment that I got because I got scared by a TV show so that's some good stuff if you want to go and listen or watch that one okay all right so I have Mel with me today my Mel for those of you who haven't met him so this is my husband we live together we work together and we're doing the campfire stories together because we often experience them together and so it bounces off each other a lot okay I'm gonna start right out with this um put you on the spot Mel you okay. ready maybe we'll see what's the scariest one you can think of I'm gonna start with the good stuff that's what people want well I don't know if I could really pick just one scary story but I can probably talk about some of the types of entities I've encountered Okay. All right. All right. What do you mean okay. by entities? So like <laughs> spirits, ghosts, demons, whatever you want to call them, you decide. I'll give you a story or two. So okay. an all-encompassing umbrella. Maybe. Of any of these Like things. I said, you know what? Let's let them decide if what I'm encountering, what kind of entities they are. Okay. They're not human. Okay. okay. That I can tell you. They're not human. Okay. One thing I'm going to interject real quick before you start. Yeah. If you hear my honey girl bark, or say our honey girl, but right now it's my honey girl because <laughs> she's barking because if you've been listening this week, you have learned that when I get spooked, I become vulnerable, my shields become vulnerable, and my honey girl is always trying to stop me from that happening. She's the same one that if I'm traveling into the astral, she pulls me back. She barks and pulls me back. Don't go. Before we get into the super scary stuff, can we talk about how sensitive honey is to ghosts? Uh-huh. Like at the park today? Mm-hmm. And Oki playing with the ghost that we both saw the skeleton hand of. Yes. And this is not the same Oki playing fetch with the ghost story from the dog park that we <laughs> oh, told yeah, before. This is, this is a new Oki playing fetch with the ghost story. We just came from the park with the dogs. So, and... We're playing fetch. It's dark, mm -hmm. right? But we're mm -hmm. playing fetch. we got the bright orange ball. And there's a point where... We're not sure if he has the ball. It looks like he might have picked something else up and was eating something. You know, like his his mouth movements weren't quite right. Yeah, it was weird. It, there was something different. We were like, do you have a ball in your mouth or where's your ball? Right. right? Or did you pick up and like it, a carcass or something? And it, right. No. And it's dark. <laughs> but yeah. So I, but yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's dark. But, you know, there's areas of light where you can see things or whatever yeah so we can barely see we can see them but it's it's just really dark we can barely see his outline so i but moment right before that probably okay. like a minute or two before that 
I, I oh, felt yeah. something on, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, Oh, and I was like, we have someone with us. And then I was like, Oh, they like playing with the dogs. And I was like, they're okay, but shield, but you know, they're into the dogs. And then right after that, Oki went, he had his ball. It was fat. He went fetch. And then, it was weird because I couldn't tell if he had his ball in his mouth or not. And then I was like, what do you have in your mouth? And he came close to me and I saw well, I out of remember this, I flashed the light. My yeah. Headlamp. And I saw what looked like, um, I don't know how to say it. I didn't know if he, it looked like it was like fingers or like, I didn't know if he had picked up bones or something, but it was like two of this near his mouth. And I saw it too. Well, and I was like, what do you have? And I was like, I think he has. And I said, I saw him. I said, they're playing fetch with him. Yeah. I, it looked, I just saw, you know, it was like this kind of white, whitish gray thing. Yeah. And it was yeah, a hand. Yeah. I it was, was a say, hand. Yeah, I thought it was like a bone mm -hmm. or something like that. And okay. Honey girl, honey girl. I know. I know. Hold so on. then after yeah. that, that's when both him and honey then. Yeah, they both beelined and sat and went to a corner and stared at it. And then Honey started whining. And I was like, okay, I guess we're done. Yeah. I guess yeah. it's time to go. Because even we just pack it up at times and say, you know what? We don't need to deal with stuff we don't need to deal with. And I very much, you know, someone was into the dogs and... Play, trying to play, you know, the <laughs> fingers. <laughs> but um, at the same time, also, it's not always just, you know, like that one that was there. And then suddenly they're staring because now guess what? Things are open and it's, and I'm the one. I'm the weak link, everyone. It's <laughs> whatever, me. Whatever. Not <laughs> and true. So, and we're back. So whenever I start to do things that start to speak, sometimes you know spook me whether it's scary stories or a scary show that gets me and i start opening up i come vulnerable my honey girl is always trying to pull me back so we may have to pause more than once because sometimes i just have to stop talking and reshield or assure her that it's okay mm -hmm. or maybe sometimes i have to be like oh maybe i'm not okay <laughs> right okay so so yeah literally we just came from the park and that was that's just life like that we deal with so much that when we're like oh what ghost story should we tell we didn't even occur to us that we just had one <laughs> just that's happened right. that's right and <laughs> well not only that look what was it yesterday yesterday I discovered a light bulb just not in the socket right like we have we just yeah. randomly have a missing light yeah bulb. Mel texted me at work and it's like did you what happened to this? Did you take this out and not replace it? I'm like, no, I don't change light bulbs. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> that would require me pulling a step ladder out, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> so, yes, we have stuff like that happen. And I guess, you know, and that's my thing. To some people, that level, having a missing light bulb would freak them out. Mm -hmm. That'd be enough. That's that's the ghost story. We're done. Going to bed. Good night. And, yeah, I guess there is a part where we just get used to stuff but also i will say because we will connect on it and there's times where like not all these things not just because we're used to talking or seeing them but because we also know that everything's malevolent is that the word i want malevolent malevolent yeah. everything's not malevolent there's um some really beautiful stories with it too so it's not always bad we have 
we call it the ghost band in the, the house. The ghost band. Yeah, the ghost band is awesome. My joke I used to say is I used to say it was Club Underground and I was going to start charging a cover fee for all the parties they were having here because basically we would just randomly, it was like we were in a party. Yeah, it was loud too. Yeah. It wasn't like, what's uh-huh. that sound in the distance? No. It, is, it is different genres. Sometimes yeah. it would be like swing band. Sometimes it would be like the roaring 20s. Sometimes it would be rock and roll. Right. I don't know. It right. literally could be almost any genre or orchestra music. It was yeah, just, the orchestra music mm-hmm. was fun too. And, but the thing about it was, was, is it was always joyful. It was always not harmful. Do you remember when that stopped though? Yes, I do. Yeah. I'll let you talk about that. So, okay, you're going to help me because, mm-hmm. you know, my recollection is not always great because there's so much of it that goes on and they start to, you know, I forget what happened first and whatever. But that was when we had, we actually had this, you know, we call them visitors when we have folks that pass through and they kind of linger. We call them visitors mm-hmm. because, look, you know, this is all shared space. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to be on some ancient burial ground, blah, blah, blah. This is all shared space. Mm -hmm. So dimensions, time, planes, whatever, we're all utilizing it together, right? So there's constantly spirits and energies passing through. I mean, we probably look like ghosts. Oh, my God. Okay, Mm -hmm. remind me. Let me talk about in a little bit the my not my fairly recent astral travel where I was a ghost and I got... Story. I was somebody else's oh my gosh story. i'm gonna put that on a post dip because we'll forget mal equals ghost okay so anyways <laughs> but this one here we so we have this visitor and he's causing problems for us yeah he was the it was the guy was, in the he had the hat and the, um, oh my gosh he wore he like had a duster like, yes thing. like a dust like trench coat yeah almost, like a trench duster coat yeah, kind yeah. of jacket the hat like a oh oh how do you want to describe that hat what do you call that black hat i don't know like a yeah and not was, like a ball cap no right? no 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 he was nasty he was nasty he was he was so when nasty he, when i said that if you watch the episode where we did the react video or listen to that where the person had the ghost or whatever the entity holding the covers over them and the pressure on them. Oh, yeah. Fighting it off. And I said, I've had that happen. It was the scariest thing I've ever encountered. It was that hat guy. I remember. Yeah. And we had both seen him at different times and different places. It's super bizarre. Mm -hmm. And when he he started hanging around, he did that to me and I had to fight him off. And it was the scariest thing I've. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I hate when the sea, I hate when the ghost things get real, real. So, yeah, because I remember waking up once in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and Okinawa, he'll usually sleep kind of on my side of the bed. And so I remember waking up in the middle of the night and I see this dude leaning over my dog, mm-hmm. our dog. <laughs> I know, but it was old Oki who came with yep, you to it me. Was, yeah, it was old Oki. Mm-hmm. So he was just, and he was just like staring, just like leaning and staring at my dog. And I want to say old Oki was near the end of his life at he that was. point, And it was like he was trying to make it kind sooner. Of, yeah. It, yeah. It was this weird lurking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... 
Yeah, remember? he was bad. When he was around, are all the fun like ghost band and all the joyful ghost and yeah, because we had like yeah, you can take a picture in this house without like a million happy orbs popping up. That's I, yeah, uh-huh. I forgot about. And that. then when that guy was around, that it was done. Like that, everything was gone. I will swear. When that guy was around, they cleared out of here. Like it was like, sorry, we're out. I mean, <laughs> they abandoned us. Uh huh. They were like, we don't want to be here. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not going to talk on it too much because one of the things that happens, you know, sometimes people have clearings, like we've done clearings at people's houses before or businesses and um, it's good. And then like sometimes people are like, it came back. Right. We're like, well, stop talking about them. <laughs> stop inviting them back. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about that because by the way no longer here yeah no longer right. here but it was rough and made our ghost band and our party joyful spirits because they would just pop in and have it wasn't like every night but then it'd be like and you could just hear oh my gosh it, it was, was amazing loud. but also just beautiful yeah, was, like amazing yeah. yeah so you couldn't help but like smile when it happened it took a long time for them to come back yeah but they're back but they're they back. back. Yeah. yeah. They're back now. But it took a long yeah, they're like, Are you good in there? <laughs> <laughs> so um, so it's not always bad. And so that's also why we can live with things, I think, and it's not so scary. Cause like we did a clearing for a house. We did it together, actually. Remember this? Mm-hmm. And there was the reason we were called there was because there was a haunting going on and the house owner had brought us there because they were trying to there was like they were suffering depression from it right am i recalling this right yeah and it was getting so bad that they were worried about like their own well-being with it and then they also had kids Mm -hmm. and so we went there and we just did our thing. So we split up. Yeah, we split mm-hmm. up at first. And then mm-hmm. we met in the basement. We didn't tend to, but we both ended up meeting up in the basement. And so I'll tell my end of it. Okay. And you can tell your end of it. Okay. No, you start with yours because yours was not so weird. His stuff is weird. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. Well, okay. So I, okay, I'm going to start. I got... We went through the house and we found areas where things happen, you know, and we just took note of it. And and then I got pulled down in the basement and I was down there. I got pulled down to a, a corner and there was kind of like a little shop area set up, like, you know, a workbench shop kind of area. That's what I mean. In the basement. It was an unfinished basement. It was like dirt floor and like wood beams and, uh, and they had a lot of stuff in there, too. Yeah, it was a. Not like organized. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, and so Mel comes down while I'm down there. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And so. What? What is so funny? Because you were blindfolded. I don't know how, I, the, why you got blindfolded. No, no. I think I, I went down there first. Yeah. Well, you went down there first. And then we put the blindfold on. Yeah. you Because you just wanted to take all the senses out of it. 
But what was wild about it, so Mel's blindfolded and just being led by, I don't know, I'm assuming your guides. I don't know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what I do, so yeah, so there's partially guides, but also at that point, I'm doing this thing where I exit my body partially. So I'm still present in my body, but I'm also actually like walking outside of my body. Uh-huh. I don't know if that makes sense to people or not. Uh-huh. Yeah. That does to me. Maybe if we tell him the rest of the story. Okay. So I was so worried about him because he's blindfolded and he's going to just let his guides and himself and move remember him around. There's and there's junk everywhere. everywhere. And it's not just like, oh, there's like a box. No, here it was there. like like Axes wood with nails and, sticking yeah, out. It was like with, piles of junk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. There was dangerous stuff. And easily. Like it was hard not to trip on stuff with your eyes open. Yes. And yes. so Mel just. There were just like narrow areas where you could step yeah, and blind- without stepping on something. So, yeah, if you weren't blindfolded, you would have to like be mm-hmm. watching where you go because there just really wasn't any clear paths. Yep. And so I had been down there first and I had a notebook and I write my notes of the things that I'm getting told and my guides and all that. And I had it all documented. I was done. And then Mel comes down and then he gets blindfolded, eyes shut and blindfold. And then he just starts maneuvering around and he ends up over at this workbench. But it was absolutely kind of fascinating to watch because (laughs) he maneuvered through all this stuff blindfolded and didn't trip or hit a single thing and guess he ended up at the workbench too so then at that point he takes off his blindfold so he can tell his side and i have my notes pre-documented already and they end up matching each other which is our validation that we're on like the correct i remember i call it energy thread but whatever i remember taking the blindfold off and looking around and realizing i was in this corner with all yes all the hazards Mm -hmm. that i would have had to have gone through to get there and even i was like whoa yeah yeah okay so i had gotten called over to the workbench because I, when I went down there, I saw, and, you know, I always say, like, I hear the most, and yes, I get led and I can hear things, but I also see things, and, um, and I had seen this guy at the workbench, and he was just, like, doing this loop with the, where he would go to the bench, and, like, he tried to pick something up, like something was there, there was like a box on the workbench or something. Yeah, it was like a work table, like workbench kind of table thing. And there was a box on there and he kept trying to get it. And then he would just like, he couldn't and he would like do this. Cir- it was just this loop he kept doing. And so I asked, connected with them and I asked him, why are you, is this, did you live here? You know, <laughs> yeah. and it was, yeah, but And I said, why are you, why are you down here? Like, did you, did you like to work on your workbench? Like, like that was like your big hobby, you know, your thing. And that wasn't the answer. And I was so confused. And he looked at me and he said, I'm lost. And he kept trying to grab this box that was on the counter and he yes yeah he kept trying to right. grab it and then he would do this loop again and he'd come back and do it and i was like i, I don't 
get it? Do you not know where to go? Do you not know how to cross over? And this is also, a, I think, a good point to say this was when it not new for Mal, but newer for me to be doing this thing with other people. And so I was like, are you like lost? Like you don't know how to get, you know, through the light. <laughs> and, and I couldn't get an answer because he was, he was like, I don't know how to say it other than like kind of confused or foggy. And, and then I just started trying to figure some things out about him. So, you know, he lived, he had, a, you know, he lived there. And then I asked him, you know, his age and when he died. And I, I remember I said, I had written down, he, he passed the age range of 49 to 51. And I remember that specifically. Oh, that's my honey girl. I remember that specifically because I heard very clearly from him that he was 49. But because I was so new at it, I still had those times where I would doubt myself. And so I put that range in there just to be sure. And that's why I remember it because I put, wrote down on my notebook, the range passed at the age, you know, 49 to 51. And I knew it was 49. And then it was confirmed afterwards that it was, he was 49. <laughs> that's why I remember it though. And um, so, but, and I can't remember all the details, but. No, but I mean, you, do you remember how we ended up resolving that? Mm -hmm. It was actually you who ended up doing the resolving part of it. Yes. And so what had happened was, you know, Mel had been brought to that workbench as well, blindfolded. Basically, I validated <laughs> yes. stuff that Catherine had, had written. written down. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it was the kind owner, of the house owner validated oh. all our info yes. for us. Yes. They, and here's what the deal was. So and we had both I'd written in my notebook and Mel had the same thing. There was a spot in the upstairs where the house owner felt very like she would get super depressed feeling and really drained and just like depressed. And, um, and it was a spot where we both had confirmed and made our notes that unintentionally he was kind of sucking the energy out of her. Right. And so here's what it was. So when we were confirming our info with the house owner there, what was going on was when they moved in that box that was on that workbench was there. And it turns out that box was the ashes of the previous owner and they had gotten left there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it was like he was for the, the he was energy forgotten. was that he was forgotten. Mm -hmm. And so the saying where he said, I'm lost, like he didn't know where to go. He didn't know what to do. And here's this ghost that as far as the people who live there were concerned, bad, bad energy, bad energy. And they're making her, you know not feel good about herself and be depressed and right. to the point where she was worried about her safety and her kids and stuff. And so everyone thought bad energy and he wasn't trying to do that when he was watching her and all that and being around her. Well, what was going on was she was picking up off of his depression. Mm -hmm. That's what was happening. And so when he was watching her, well, yeah, when he was watching her and around her, 
Yeah, good point. <laughs> she was leeching off of him, but he wasn't doing it to her. Right. It wasn't like so, he wasn't even aware. Yeah, the, this ghost wasn't trying. Yeah, he was so good. He was lost. He was, didn't even know what was going on, and so he wasn't trying to hurt her. But as far as the people who lived there thought that this was a bad ghost, and so I then did start talking to him, saying, "Okay, well, let's get you home." You know, I explained the like. This is what's going on then, right? This, and I'm so sorry that this happened to you, but you're not here anymore. Those are your ashes, you know, because he had this like energetic connect into, connection to his ashes. Mm-hmm. But again, he wasn't seeing things the way you and I see things. So, <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, I was like, let's. There's no reason for you to be here. And there's people waiting for you. So let's go. And he didn't want to. He was like scared to. Um, And so the way I got him to go was I started talking to him about his life. And I think he had grown up with some horses, if I remember. And then so he had this animal connection. And then I started talking to him and he had a dog. And so... I, the only, the way I got him to not be scared and to actually, I guess what people call crossover was to, um, was his dog came for it. And I asked his dog to come for it. And I asked him, if you see your dog, will you, you know, and that's all it took. It took this dog and for him to connect with his dog spirit. And that's what got him to cross and to trust, I guess, trust. It's what got him to trust enough to do it. And then from there, he started to see these other people, spirits, whatever, that welcomed him. And then he was able to go. And it was good after that. So, yeah, one of the ways that we can go with these things is it's not always... Yeah, so I guess that's not really scary ghost time. I was about to say, that's not a scary ghost Turned into Catherine (laughs) ghost time, which I like. Because it's... I don't know. I I am... Okay, I'm going to use this point to interject something. And you can debate me on it. That's totally fine. You mean in front of the camera? Yep, totally can. (laughs) Because... That's that's good to get different views and things on okay. stuff. Right. I have a strong belief. <laughs> I have a <Just> conviction. <laughs> yes. And so <laughs> and I want to say this the right way because I don't want to be ta- I don't want it to be taken out of context, okay? Sorry, I'm dropping things. <laughs> I have a really hard time with people who profit off of things like ghost tours and like ghost busting, but not in the way that we went with. Some people would call that ghost busting. We call that a clearing. Right. And the reason I have a hard time with it is this because I've seen more than once ghost spirits that people think are bad or are harming them and get out of here and all these things. And they're not, they're just, confused i'm gonna like cry over it they're confused they're lost they are scared they they feel guilty so they don't know if they think they're going to go to hell or they're afraid to see someone that they wronged and don't think they're forgiven and i just think that if you can see or talk to them you have a moral obligation to at least attempt to help them 
cross over because so unfortunately, I mean, if everybody could do this, we wouldn't be entertaining. Okay. So, so percentage wise, so few people see them versus those who don't see them. And so now you have a smaller pool of people that can help you. And out of that small pool, somebody would rather charge people for ghost tours and be like, Ooh, get scared. Exploiting. And I, it's the exploit, yeah. exploitation that you have and a problem with. There, yes. Because that being said, there's definitely ghosts that, I mean, we have our ghost band and I've never tried to get them to go away, you know, or leave or be like crossover. Go. I don't know why well, they're you're, here. You're doing my debate for me then. Yeah. And so. Because I, I don't necessarily agree that just mm-hmm. because you're able to, have an awareness or communicate that you are responsible for any type of care for them. I really don't. To me, that, I disagree. Would, that would be like saying, well, I mean, you know how to fix cars and my car broke down and I need to get to work. So it's your obligation to fix my car. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I can see what you're saying there. But I'm going to find then I'm going to define it better. Okay. All right. And this is actually how we do get to defining things better. Right. We start broad. We kind of challenge each other. Yeah, I got my finger it. out. Let me finish. Okay. 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 So I'm going to define it more, Mel. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yes. Okay. I'm not saying that somebody who can see has to spend every waking moment and is responsible for every single spirit they cross. I don't, I get that. I don't. Mm -hmm. And I hear your car analogy, right? Mm -hmm. Just because you see somebody with a flat tire doesn't mean that you have to stop and be the one to change their tire for them. I understand that as well because they have other options. Vulnerable yourself. Okay. Okay. Now you got to go and throw that in there so that, (laughs) but There's a difference between just not stopping and helping somebody who needs their tire changed and calling other people to troll on them. Yeah. Yeah, That I agree with. Yes. I just, I have a hard time with it. And I'm not saying that everyone who does things like that is bad. So don't take that out of this. That's not what I say at all, but I, well, the problem is sometimes there's suffering and yes, people that's, would I rather think, exploit that. Think if I, like, instead of, like, helping that guy, he was just so lost and sad. And everyone thought he was bad. And he wasn't. He was just sad. Right. And what if instead of helping him go and meet, see his dog and his family, I started being like, Hey, 20 bucks, come see if you can get a picture of this ghost orb. I, yeah. I just or let's take some video and put it on YouTube and yeah. see if we can capture some EVP or something like that. <laughs> Everyone knows what I think of EVP. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there, okay. Yes. A little soapbox, a little thing, but it comes up because Look at that. That wasn't scary at all. That was just a sad, sad person who got forgotten. And then their their energy was forgotten and lost with it. Mm-hmm. And then and they got to go. Right? And it was, I, I don't care. It sounds corny. It was beautiful to watch them trust and glow and grow and go. When they saw their dog, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. 
I would be the same if I saw my dog. <laughs> Should we move on to some more scarier? We can try. We'll see. Well, sometimes what happens is... So when you have oh, like an entity... I am going to interject again. Whatever. It's fun. It's fun with us. It is fun with us. So... We're not going to talk about it tonight so much. It can be another full episode, I think. Oh, is this But an the ep- light and dark. The light and dark. So you can oh, yeah. see how... <laughs> okay. I'm like, I can try and do a scary one. <laughs> I might bring it back. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we'll do... All right. So here's what I was going to say. So a lot of times entities... You know, they can, there's, there's more than one of it in existence, right? So like when we were describing the man in the hat and the trench coat, mm-hmm. sometimes there can be more than one man in the hat and the trench coat, right? Because the way I would look at it, I kind of look at it like they're kind of like species, right? So. Okay. Do you understand? There's, um, we're, in other words, we're not the only ones to see him. And yes. even if we dispel okay. him, others can, you know, he can, he his presentation. God, stop talking about the man in the head. can occur. He's such a dick. There's this one I, I've had. Um, it was actually a repeat. I've had this encounter in the astral more than once. Okay. It took two or three times for me to finally feel like it was gotten rid of. But it was like a... If you can imagine the Jack in the Box, no. Do you remember that? So I remember. Well, I re- yes, it wasn't my mine, but I remember the story. So the entity. Mm-hmm. So if you think of a Jack in the Box, and I realize, so it's what that entity looked like, but the bottom it actually had legs, so it wasn't in the box, but the top half was that long, spindly. Oh, you know what? The body. What it reminds me of actually. Is like when you see like the spindly balloon things. Oh, like with the, the car lot dealership. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, that. Uh-huh. But then the Jack in the Box kind of head with the mm-hmm. with that hat that uh-huh. goes right, like a Joker hat or something. So that is a big bad. No, no, no. no it it's really bad. And I said, no, no, no. I know it from your story. But I actually dealt with them once, too. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. So go on, and then I'll add. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, it's a big, bad, scary nope. entity. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yep. Oh, that's all you were going to say? Well, what happened? So many things. <laughs> like what? So I do a lot of work in the astral. And that's... Thankfully, where I run into most of this stuff, once in a while I run into it in the physical, that's not good. Mm-mm. But sometimes, uh, uh, most of the times I run into it in the astral, and that's where I'll typically run into this thing. The very, I'll, I'll just tell you because, like I said, there were multiple times that I ended up having to deal with it. And it's one of the, you know, it's scary. It's mm-hmm. like you don't know if this encounter is going to allow you to wake up type of a situation. But the last, I'll just talk about the last moments of the last encounter, right? Mm -hmm. And so in the last moments of the last encounter, if I'm recalling correctly, I think this was the one where I heard him like down in the basement area. 
Mm-hmm. And when I asked her, I can see like our house, you know, and it looks a little like, you know, asterly, but it's our house and everything. So down in the basement and you can hear like the thumping, right? Mm-hmm. And the ominous voice that's all around you and the breathing and all of that kind of stuff. And you just, you know, right? And then it comes up out of the dark and it's this, yeah, it's that spindly white, but with the jack in the box head and the hat and, you know, but it's got like long talons and it's got the long skinny legs and it's coming up at you and I remember at that point with it coming out of the shadow I remember so I talked about my white aura on my channel you talked about your white aura on this channel have you? Mm-hmm. A little bit so one of the things you can do with your white aura is you can create armor and you can create weaponry mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I did on that day was created, I remember creating this white aura, kind of a broadsword. Mm-hmm. And I remember going after it. And at the and he had his own sword, by the way. And I remember the two of us going at each other. And it's like if you watch cinematic movies, right? And then right at the point, right when the swords clash and then the screen just goes blank. That's what happened. That's what happened. And I woke up. And of course, I had to check everything out because when that when that guy comes, a lot of stuff happens in the house. Yes. A lot of bad stuff happens in the house. And I hate what I get so mad about is that um it affects the pets. Yes. And they will intentionally go after the pets. Um, especially our little old boy. Yeah. And he's super sensitive. Mm-hmm. So honey but girl sees them and protects like, you. Poke them, you know, like okay, he'll like. He, he's vulnerable to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's vulnerable to. Them. It makes me very mad. So, yeah. I don't know if I told that in a scary way, but it was scary. Trust me, it was scary. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I dealt with that. In the astral too, and I don't know if you remember because after I told you about it, you said oh, that sounds like the Jack in the Box. I remember I that now. Uh-huh. Do you want to give yeah. a few more so details? It was. Um, know how I always say I'm learning every single. I learn on the job every single day, and that is kind of always terrifying to me. And so, um, and the fact of it is, it's because. My guides know that if they didn't push me and force me, I would just stay right where I am. I'd be just fine with that. So I was in the astral and I was encountering this entity and it loomed up huge and giant and like yeah, that's stretched. What it does. The legs like stretched like and it grew and it was yep. like probably like 30 feet tall or something or something like that and I was like I'm going to die like I don't know I legit was like I'm going to die and my does it sound like we're always thinking we're going to die <laughs> my guides were there and I was like help me and they were like this is for you and I was like, like you got this yeah and but it was because I had to learn how to defeat it. And it, so well, you can talk. I, what I ended up doing was I said their name. Yes. And that's, and then 
it it took care of it and it was really terrifying and i i honest to goodness thought i was going to die and then somehow i had this name recollection and i said their name and then i commanded them to go Mm-hmm. And I, and they did, <laughs> and I didn't know what was going on. I, that I, as per usual, it was something I never experienced before. I had no idea what was happening. I feel like I'm constantly thrown into situations where I have no instructions whatsoever. You know what? You're given the material, not our fault. You don't do the homework. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I told you, cause man, was I shook after that. I was yeah. so and then that's when you're like, that sounds like the Jack and Box. And then that's mm-hmm. also when we start talking about knowing the name. Was that when that we started talking about that? Yes. the astral and all these. And that's for you. To that part's talk for about. me. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was going to ask since you had brought it up, should we talk about soul names and yeah, demon names mm-hmm. and things of that nature? Yeah. So there is a thing, and I know that this has been in like movies and stuff. I've seen them after coming here to the U.S., but that's not where we got this, right? If you know the entity's name, you have power over them. There is power in the name. It goes beyond that. That I know there's movies that have talked about that, so I'm not going to go deeply into that. I'm going to go more into soul names because... I don't think, at least I'm not aware of any movies that go beyond, oh, if you know the name of the demon, blah, 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 right? No, this goes for all soul names. So every single one of us, we have a soul name. So we have our names that we use every day, Mm -hmm. right? Here interacting with everybody. But we have a soul name. That soul name, if you happen to know yours, should never, ever be spoken. In fact, don't even think about it. If you can help it, because if that name gets out, things that would do you harm are now more able to do you harm. So where at one point you had you could defend yourself, if they know your soul name, you're under their power at that point. But if you know their name, they're under your power. Uh huh. I mean, that's all there is to it. All right. Well, how would somebody know their soul name? Meditation. (laughs) Always meditation. It's always meditation. Look, it's not woo-woo meditation, though. It's not like you're going to go, oh, let me do a little yoga. I'm going to do 20 minutes. Oh, yep. I did my 20 minutes. I got my soul name. No, that stuff comes really with a lot of dedication, a lot of connection. A lot of times... It can take years. It took me probably, I would say, over a decade before remembering mine. Over a decade of... Well, why would you want to remember it if, if then you know it and then you could accidentally reveal it and somebody could use it against you? Because that's how you protect it. You can't protect something that you don't know where it is or what it is. Well, it kind of seems like ignorance is bliss on it. Nope. I can't reveal it if I don't know it. But that's not. <laughs> okay. But if you don't know it, if, then you're not holding it. It means it's out there somewhere. It's like on the dark web. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. It's like on the, dark web. on the dark web. It's out there somewhere uh-huh. dangling. 
because it's like an attraction. You have to know it. So it's uh, it's looking for you. So I bet it's really important to not know it, though, until you actually understand what to do with it. Yes, which is why yeah. I say, you know, if you're hearing this for the first time, if this isn't something that you've been taught, don't, like, expect to be able to go out and, you know, in a week or two be like, yeah, I know my soul name. It's unlikely that it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's impossible. I don't know. I don't know you. But it's unlikely. Most people that I have known that I've grown up with that I learned from, it was a decades long process before they actually got connected with their own soul names. And it's just, again, it, it really is. It's dedication can, and it's very targeted. Couldn't somebody have somebody else tell them their soul name? It seems like something somebody, people always come to readings that are like, who are my guides? <laughs> No, because if it's true that they know your soul name. Oh, gosh, that wouldn't be good. They have power over you. They mm -hmm. own you. So okay. it's something to be very protected, very coveted. Okay, so I want you to swing back around, Mel. Okay. And come back to when you were the astral ghost. So oh. you were actually somebody's ghost story. <laughs> yes, I was somebody's ghost story. So this is scary, but more scary for me. And what's interesting is the scary. No, no, there's some teenage girl out there who was who, who's just as scared <laughs> okay, as you. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so I'm gonna, there, you know, I'm gonna leave a lot out, and I do that with these online things because otherwise I could hold you here all night telling stories. Basically, I was on an astral trip. I was chasing. So, oh, I was chasing something. That's what was going on. That's uh -huh. how it all started. Mm -hmm. I was chasing something. And I ended up in this house, in this home. And I remember getting into this home and not realizing where I was. And I look around and it's kind of empty. But I hear like talking Kind of, so I, I land in like a bedroom of this home and it's like a, an upper floor, right? So if there's two stories, I'm on the top floor. I hear these voices coming from outside of the bedroom. So I walk through the door and there's a stairs that kind of spirals down and I walk down the stairs and the house is actually pretty empty. And what I see is I see this woman who's like bringing in boxes into the house and I realize they're moving into the house. And I remember going down, so I go down the stairs, and it's, the way it's set up, there's like another room, and then like an open area. I think that might have been like a living room kind of area, and then a kitchen. And what I had seen as I was coming down the stairs, or you know, as I was coming out of that room, and then down the stairs, was I'd seen the mom come out from that whatever that other room is, through the living room, and then into the kitchen, and she was actually talking to her teenage daughter who was still actually in that back room. But I come down and I'm coming, you know, I'm aware that I'm in the astral. And so nobody should be able to see me. Of course, the mom doesn't see me, right? I, She walks right past me and, you know, she's going back and forth. And there's another point where she walks right past me. But then the daughter comes out <laughs> Oh, she doesn't see me. She hears me. That's what it is. That's what it was. So the daughter couldn't see me, but she could hear me. Because I think I said something. 
and she heard it. I don't remember what I said. I, I mean, you know, it's probably something like, where am I? Or what are you guys, you know, something, right? <laughs> and she heard. And I remember her. She, like, stopped in her tracks. Because, <laughs> I mean, I was pretty close to her when I said it. I didn't think she was aware. And she stopped in her tracks. And I thought, uh-oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, you know, she's like, I don't know, calling out to her mom or something, saying she heard something or whatever. And the mom is basically ignoring her. Like, God, don't be so dramatic. There's nobody here. Blah, 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 blah. So this actually this is kind of reminding me of every paranormal, like, you know, those little 30-minute, 60-minute documentaries where they start out, oh, the single mom and her daughter moved in. Oh, yeah, totally. House, yep. Right? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I'm starting to feel like this was... <laughs> so anyway, so the daughter hears me, and I'm like, uh-oh, right? <laughs> and so I sneak into that back room. It's such a creep. <laughs> I sneak into the back room, and I wasn't thinking the door was starting to shut and i wanted to get in there of course i'm in the astral plane i can walk through things but i was so startled i was so put off guard that this teenage girl had heard me that i pushed the door open uh -huh. to go into that room that ended up looking like maybe another bedroom or something or just some sort of a smaller room well of course if I push the door open, the, the girl sees that, right? The door open. Yeah, the no door opens there. with yeah. nobody there. So the girl sees that and it's, you know, it's like, <laughs> right? And I'm like, I mean, no, I'll bleep that out. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so I go. And again, I'm not thinking straight. You right? weren't intending to be there. It's not like you're trying to creep in someone's house. You right. were chasing some I, entity. I was chasing and, a big bad demon. And you ended up there. And I ended up there and I was a little confused. Mm -hmm. So and I you go, were trying to get out. I, I go into, like, I walk towards, like, the farthest corner I can. And I'm like, okay, if I just stand right here and I don't say anything, <laughs> she won't know I'm here. <laughs> And I can hear her talking to her mom and her mom just like blowing her off, right? <laughs> she comes in and I'm also, I'm like stressed, right? Like my sympathetic nervous system is like kicking in and I'm like, you know how like you want to like breathe quietly and you can't. So then you're like, so then you breathe even louder and you're just trying to like stop. So this teenager who can hear you hears how you breathe. <laughs> oh, I'm sure mm -hmm. because she walked into that room and she had something in her hand. And I don't know what it was, but she had some, like a can of something in her hand. And she came, she walked dead right up to where I was just trying to stand real still <laughs> and sprayed me right in the face with something. And I remember like, you know, I did that. And I finally, I zoomed up out of it and got back into my own body because I was just so in shock from getting sprayed with something. So her ghost repellent worked. <laughs> her ghost repellent worked. I don't know what it was, but she sprayed. I wasn't harmed, you know, but it, what I find ironic was that I was out chasing a demon. And what ended up spooking me was this teenage girl with a can of spray something. Yeah. Yeah. Febreze. Yeah, it was a can of Febreze or something. <laughs>
So that's my, that's my, that's a good one. That's my astral story where I accidentally played the ghost. All right. We're going to end with one more. Oh, okay. You got one. I do have one. All right, let's hear it. Well, it's one that we experienced together. Okay, all right. So we were going to these caves that are in... Oh, this is going to be a good one. (laughs) There's these caves that you can get tours in. After you talked about not exploiting the ghosts. (laughs) Right, well, it was kitschy. Okay, so... So there's these caves that you can go to and they do tours for the caves and they do them all year round. I think they might be closed now, but they do them all year round. And they're well, it's a ghost tour. Specifically. Well, the one we went on was a ghost tour, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they do them all year round, not themed. It just happened to be fall when we went. So that's what it was. And it was also it was really well done. There was like actor. Our guide was, you know, like an actor and they were oh, yeah, in they costume. Were really good. They were super in character. It was super kitschy. It wasn't what they just go through you get to go through the caves and then they tell yeah because it was from like the gangster days and they would hide liquor there during prohibition and and stuff like that so you get the history of it and that was the whole point of it right okay so we're there with some friends and and this is the beginning of the tour by the way we're not even like into the tour we're still like i don't know we're only like 10 minutes in or something yeah we're there with like a half like there's probably like four or six friends with us and then i honestly thought we were going to be the only ones there and then this family shows up it's like a mom a dad and they had two kids that looked be about like 10 11 years old around that age right and so it's us it's us and them and so then the guide starts the tour and we go in and the mom of this wait, 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 wait. before you go there, the guide had said, oh, hey, yes, if yes, you yes. want to download this EVP app onto your phone. So then if you hear anything, you can pick it up on your EVP. Yeah. You know, it's part of the experience. Right? Yeah. Part of the entertainment. Yes. Yeah, so it's part. Yes. Part of that. So. <laughs> The mom of this group, the mom Had to of this, use the bathroom. Well, so they ever they downloaded their EVPs. We didn't, but right, like why would we? But <laughs> but they downloaded their EVPs on the phone. But the mom was just so like squirrely because she was so like all like Very her kids exciting. weren't scared or excited or you know or the this might have been a trip for the mom. I'm pretty sure it was, and yeah. she was just wigged out of her mind over it. like. she was just like this she was so scared so then we start the tour and it's barely started Mm -hmm. and the mom needs to use the bathroom so we're at one portion of this and it's big in these cave bear it's big it's they have like a restaurant they have like a day they had a ball or like a dance bar area and so we're in this area and she needs the bathroom so she has to go down the cave hallway to the to the bathroom by herself and remember this is her yeah <laughs> she, she's already she thinks there's super, ghosts everywhere yeah, she's already super excited <laughs> okay so we're just continuing on with the it the was guide. really cute by the way it was it was yeah. super cute so the guide just continues talking about the history okay and then all of a sudden this mom comes Busting out of the bathroom and like running down to the group. And she has her phone and she like thrusts it in the guy's face. 
face. And she says, I was in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom and, and on my EVD, it came up. Look, it says a Sia, a Sia. What does a Sia mean? Is that a ghost? And, the and so guy the guy says, looks at it, sees what it says, and is like, oh, Asia, yep, yeah, mm-hmm, that's a continent. What about it? Some, something really similar to that. It was executed so well, you would have thought it was rehearsed. And, and I looked at Mel and I said, oh, that poor mom, she has pee piddle on her panties because you know she ran out of the bathroom before she pulled her pants up because she was so scared. And that is my ending ghost story for tonight's campfire. All right. So we clearly didn't share as many scary ones tonight. Which I don't know why we have a ton of them, but I guess I don't we like just, to live the scary ones. I guess we were just in the mood to share yeah. the, more of the funnier ones. Ghost week, uh, Halloween week was hard on me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to stick in my my side of things. All right, very good. <laughs> All right, thanks everyone for joining us. I hope you were entertained and you like the stories and. As always, if you have any questions or any of your own stories to share, go ahead, like the video, um, give us some comments, and we can always come back to them some more. And be sure to join us next week. So I'm going to be exploring more with people, shielding and protection, because people have asked me, okay, we talk a lot about shielding, but how do you do that? <laughs> so I thought that's probably a really good thing to go over. So next week's going to be all about shielding and protection. And I look forward to you joining. Take care. Happy Halloween. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining. If you like more psychic or bra related content, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell, and then you won't miss any episodes.